Welcome entrepreneurs and startups to Art of the Kickstart, the show that every entrepreneur needs to listen to before you launch. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president and founder of Inventus Partners, the world's only turnkey product launch company. From product development and engineering to omni-channel marketing, we've helped our clients launch thousands of inventions and earn more than $1 billion in sales over the past 20 years. Each week, I interview a startup success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your launch to the next level. This show would not be possible without our main sponsor, Product Hype, the weekly newsletter that goes out and shows you the best inventions that just launched. Make sure to check out ProductHype.co and join the Hype Squad. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I am joined by one of my favorite products and favorite clients, Mr. Mark Combs. We're missing his better half, Hannah, on the show, but they are the co-founders of the Sleep Out Curtain. They came on my show last year in 2021. They were one of the top voted episodes. They're back. I'm so grateful that they are. And they're also back with a new product, Sleep Out Home, the complete blackout system for a deeper sleep. Mark, thank you so much for joining me again on Art of the Kickstart. Roy, thank you so much for having me. Always a privilege to be on this show and and just super stoked to get into it. Yeah, I am super stoked as well. This new innovation is amazing. So if you would, let's just jump right in and give our crowd the elevator pitch for the product. So Sleep Out Home, um, it's a reinvented curtain rod that gives you a complete blackout experience in any bedroom. Same Sleep Out Home because this is actually meant to be in the home. Our original product we created because of my kind of insomnia and just terrible nature of sleeping next to and and just it was more of a travel product. This is actually um, the next level, which is being able to install it and keep it in your home and yeah, be able to experience a full blackout effect in in kind of like a hotel level setting just at home. Amazing. So let's let's recap everyone for the listeners. If they didn't get a chance to listen to the uh, episode from last year, we'll definitely link back to it in here. But what's happened over the last year? Give us the uh, the genesis of the last 12 months for you guys. Oh my God, I can't believe it's been 12 months. It's been absolutely wild. Like since our Kickstarter launch, just in over 12 months, we ended up selling over 15,000 portable sleep out curtains, 4,000 alone in crowdfunding. We ended up going to a warehouse and Hannah and I and a small team of two other people shipped out 4,000 ourselves over the course of a week. We ended up getting an investment from Sleep Country Canada. They're the largest sleep retailer in our country. Um, we ended up getting featured on TV twice. We just taped for Dragon's Den. Uh, we've been featured in a ton of print magazines. So it's really been like from dream and idea to uh, a real business and a real phenomenon. And it was because of that original crowdfunding group that got behind us in a huge way. And they've really built this community around us that we just feel is kind of unstoppable. So we listened to them and delivered their products and talked to them and got on the phone with them. And they said, you know, I, I would really love something that I could have, not just for travel, but for home permanently. And then we just got to work designing and dreaming again and came up with this next innovation. And that's what Hannah and I love to do. We love to, to talk to people and figuring out what we can build next. And we've been building. We've been building a lot over the past year. Amazing. So yeah, I mean, you've got the active Kickstarter campaign running right now for Sleep Out Home, over 750 backers, almost a quarter of a million Canadian raised already for it. So definitely trending well. You listen to your crowd, and they gave you this idea and innovation. So I want to know what what's next, you know, like where potentially does this lead you guys now with a, a, a great partner like Sleep Country? 
Uh, I think there's so many different things available for us, Roy. I think like what people have really looked at is a story of of two people that have struggled with their own sleep issues. It's one thing to launch fancy sleep products. It's another thing to have actually suffered from insomnia and to actually really understand um, the whole sleep industry. Because I I used everything. I bought everything imaginable. When you can't sleep and you're really suffering, you'll buy you buy everything, right? Like you buy smart beds, you buy smart everything, you buy all the new pillows and all that stuff, and um, I think what we like, we know that we aren't necessarily going to, to cure cancer with sleep products or do anything absolutely crazy, but we know that we can really listen to people on the ground level and we can actually take their ideas and put them into new products. And that's been something that's kind of been our MO from the start. We don't believe that we're the ultimate geniuses that are just going to kind of come up with something and throw it onto people. We just really talk to our community over and over again, really listen to them and then go back to our manufacturers and our engineers and just do our best to actually develop it and turn that into reality. And it turns out that there's so many products out there that when we talk about sleep at home, right, we're talking about a curtain rod. Curtain rod's been around the standard one for over 130 years sure. uh, with no changes, really. I mean, there's been some wraparound rods, there's been smart homes, but people have been complaining about the top light bleed and the not being able to actually stop light around the curtain. And, and like we discovered they were using all sorts of crazy things. Like they were putting cardboard over top, blankets over top, garbage bags over top, or just like, in some cases, completely taping up their windows, <laughs> right? Yeah. The people that actually like to sleep in darkness. And so, yeah, I think I think there's actually so much opportunity in the market to just take really standard products that people don't think uh, or never really thought to change and actually just listen to people and, and go for it. So, I mean, sleep is a huge category, right? It's a huge product, you know, or product category that there's a lot of different products that are out there to help with sleep. And I think one of the big things that I've seen that I've talked to friends with or colleagues with is it's more difficult potentially to get better sleep now because many of us are still working from home. And this is not only our work environment, but our you know eating environment, our family environment and our sleep environment. And we're just spending too much time here potentially as well. But I think what, what's interesting is, you know, you've truly tapped into the crowd and you take all of their feedback and you're constantly engaging with them in terms of tell me more about this. What is it that you're doing? Let me really get to the root cause of, you know, mental health issues or any of these other issues that are just going on in people's lives. And this, that sleep is so critical to the overall success of a human, you know, in just being as optimized as possible for the next day or for the day that it is. And, you know, having two young kids, I know how important sleep is and how difficult it is to sleep with kids, let alone as they're aging and sleeping fine. So, you know, I'm just here to say I'm, I'm so proud of you guys for the work that you guys have done and the fact that you've constantly been communicating with the crowd that you built on the first campaign to then create a new innovation that solely fits the, the, the requests of that crowd in general. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Roy, and, and yourself as a business owner. I mean, not only as a father, but as somebody who has to get up every day and, and make things happen. I mean... You can power through and grind and hustle all you want, but sleep really matters. And the ability to just come in and make better decisions or feel better or feel at ease and not be overcome by anxiety. I mean, I think all of us have gone through a giant soul searching moment in the past two years during the pandemic in terms of what health actually means. And sleep is just so critical among so many different avenues. You don't have to be somebody struggling with sleep with an actual disorder. You don't have to necessarily be a parent. You can just be somebody who wants to get more out of their day um, or somebody who's trying to do a little bit better in their lives. 
Absolutely. It's critical. I mean, it really is, especially for, for young kids. And again, I've got sleep out curtains in all my kids' bedrooms. Like, you know, again, in the summer, it's really difficult, right? Like, you know, the, there's so much light, especially down here in the South where, you know, I'm trying to put my kids to bed by eight or eight 30 and it's still bright out. And my children are like, daddy, why are you putting me to bed? It's still like light out. I'm like curtains can't, you know, can't block them out enough. So, you know, now with, with all of that being in the home, my kids, know when it's bedtime because they go in their room and it's dark and they're used to that now and they're getting so much better sleep. They're performing so much more. They're less groggy in the morning because they're getting the amount of sleep that they actually need, not, you know, forcing it upon them with trying to sleep with all the light in their room and it's just not being quality sleep. It's amazing to hear. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole nother side to this with, with just children and performance and yeah, Sleep Country has been doing a ton of work on that with back to school and, and spreading awareness about that too, right? Because there's so much emphasis on getting them the right technology and the right tools to succeed in school and very little emphasis on how's their mental health and, and how's their sleep. Exactly. Yeah, it's so critical. So I'm glad at least you and I are chatting about it today. So let's let's dive into the crowdfunding side because I really want to hear some of your the differences that you've seen or surprises that you've seen from running the first campaign to this one that's currently going on on Kickstarter right now. I think like... The first campaign, I mean, we were just kind of two kids with a dream who left their jobs and didn't have a bunch of money. That crowdfunding campaign really created the business, right? And so we, we always took it seriously that way and knew that we built a really great product, but those initial people that got around us would help us get to the next stage. Like we've always been a community-led business. And I, like, I think that's really important because a lot of businesses just focus on, oh, it was all because of this great product and I'm just going to keep launching great products and the people will I think the businesses of the future will really double down on their communities. Like we personally messaged almost every single person when we do a launch, we're like texting them and getting back to them. And just like people feel like they know us and we feel like we know them. We feel like we can act, ask them for help and for promotion. And that's been, I think during really hard times for businesses, that's been everything in terms of differences between the first and the second campaign. I think like you can see the, the difference on like the first days of those campaigns, but that's just like almost pure community driven. That's just us telling, telling our community, hey, we're doing it again. Like, no, you probably already have your house completely blacked out because some of you bought 16 portable curtains, but please help us again. And, and yet again, those are the same people that came back and bought four more for, uh, from us, in part because they wanted the new innovation, but also in part because they just really wanted to support us and, and they really care about what we're doing. So yeah, I can't say enough about the power of crowdfunding. And it's not necessarily just about getting the money. It's really about getting the supporters who are going to follow you we're going to help get you on, on TV potentially like that that's happened for us or help get you on all sorts of different blogs or help connect you with the right distributors. Business is really about people and, and getting those initial people. It's kind of it's really everything. Absolutely. Hannah had an amazing quote from our last uh, interview last year with you guys, and I'll, I'll just repeat it in my own words. But, you know, she said that, you know, you both had backgrounds in tech and software. So physical products was this huge learning curve for you. But the biggest thing that you guys did, and it's been consistent in all aspects of your business, even today, is reaching out to other entrepreneurs, other people that have mm -hmm. solved these problems and knew a whole lot more than you. And you were able to tap into them for, you know, advice or, you know, whatever it may be, questions that you guys had. And you've extended that out to the greater crowd that's out there now to pull all of them in as well to try and solve their problems, or at least hear them out and be like, hey, let's have a one-to-one -one connection with the creators of this and the community that supported me. 
So it's great to see that not only you guys have continued that through, but that continues to power your company. 100%. I'm so glad that you brought that up too, because that really blew our minds. Like we would have the founders of ND, $100 million company get on the phone with us and we had nothing just because we were honest with them and they were like, here's our dream. You know, here's what we want to do. We want to be on Dragon's Den someday. How do we get on? Can you guys teach us about your pitch? And they spent time with us. And we always keep that in mind. We always pay that forward. Um, and it, it comes in part to our community too. When someone in our community needs help and they reach out to us, we do whatever we, do whatever we can. Um, but yeah, I mean, reaching out to those that are way ahead of us. I reached out to you, Roy, when we were looking to do a crowdfunding campaign because yep. you're, you're one of the foremost experts on it. And you got on the phone with me, right? And you were like, Here's this guy doesn't have anything yet, but like, it looks like something that could be great. That was huge for us. Like every one of those people really helped shape this company. And it's so important for us to remember that as we go forward. Absolutely. So you talked about Dragon's Den. I guess I got to dive in there and kind of ask a little bit about that. I know you and Hannah both did a ton of prep work on there, getting all of your pitches ready, figuring out how to answer all the questions. I mean, here in the States, we do the Shark Tank side of thing. Up north, you guys have Dragon's Den for all those listeners. But season 17 is about to start in a couple of weeks from while we're airing this. And you guys have the option uh, or potential option of being on the show, on TV and all of that. So what can the crowd do to help? And how was your preparation different for that show versus the crowdfunding campaign? Oh, yeah. Tune in and watch is what I would say for sure. We'll, we'll have a big thing. We, we asked everybody to promote for CBC and we got an overwhelming response from that. But yeah, I'll just, I'll just start with the, the prep. So prep started way back when we were asking other entrepreneurs and pitching for them. We, we pitched for you too. Um, we pitched for like everybody that we knew. So it was just like, it was just a, a straight up a lot of practice, like for family, friends, and, and being willing to step outside of your comfort zone uh, and not, you know, you got to be willing to look look dumb sometimes if you want to perform well on TV. We practiced that pitch like in our sleep, like on planes. We hiked the Grand Canyon and I think people were looking at us like we were completely crazy. Hey, I'm Mark O'Hanna and here's our ask and here's our percentage. And like, I, I think people legitimately wait, wait, thought- wait. Were, were you stopping people on the trail to pitch people on the trail? <laughs> no, we were just, we were pitching to each other like through the walk, but I like people would just kind of look at us funny. We we're just like, okay, we just got to block it out because we have to get in our two hours a day. Got it. Getting this done. But yeah, you have to know that cold. Uh, we got all the questions from people who had already been on either Shark Tank or Dragon's Den. I feel like Shark Tank grabbed a few, uh, a few Dragon's Den dragons, by the way, Kevin O'Leary and- and Robert, Robert actually came back for this season. So it was amazing yeah. to be able to pitch in front of him. Uh, that was really, really cool. But yeah, just getting all those questions, knowing the finance is cold. The actual experience on pitch day itself is just like, it definitely, I'm not, a, like, I'm not afraid to say one of the most nerve wracking days of my life for sure. You sign away everything when you go into that building, whether it's for ABC or CBC, and you've, you've got to be ready. But it, it was the most amazing experience. We're so excited. For it to air it was really cool to get to meet all the other entrepreneurs on there um, yeah. who had all their stories and their tables and everything set up it was a whirlwind five or six hours that we were in the building and then when we left we made sure to just kind of like celebrate and really take in the moment because you never know when something like that is going to happen again and for me and hannah both but for me in particular it was like a lifelong dream i'd been watching that show ever since i was a kid and then i became a lawyer and then got into tech so i, I had no like real step to ever getting on that show. I just had watched every single episode. And then to, yeah, to suddenly step in the TV and be on it, even though I'd never planned on it, was was really wild. It was a crazy feeling. Must have been quite surreal, man. Well, 
congrats. I hope we get to see it in the coming weeks and get to cheer you guys on uh, from, from across the border. In terms of the crowdfunding campaign that's running right now, interested to hear your take or maybe some trends that you're seeing in terms of products or bundling things a little bit differently or consumer feedback on this one versus the first one? I think on this one, yeah, on the bundling side, we weren't necessarily expecting people to want bundles. But then on day one, I kept getting these messages about, can I buy five or can I buy six? So the people that, so you can really see the people that struggle with this problem, like you were saying, the people in the Southern United States, especially because our curtains are also thermal insulating, uh, really helps a lot with extreme heat. The West Coast of Canada has also had uh, record heat waves. So that's from global warming recently. So the people that that need them need a lot of them. The bundles we've made sure we like we know that we get a big break on shipping when we're shipping more to one customer, and so we've made sure to give big breaks to people who need more of them. But in terms of this campaign and how it's rolling, we're super happy with it. We're super excited. Like we've already started production. So last year we were like. It was me and Hannah and like our $5,000 or whatever. So we, we could not start production until we received that Kickstarter money. Like it was impossible for us. Now we're like a, a well-running business. And so we've already been able to start production immediately. Now we can't promise there aren't going to be like global shipping issues or anything like that, but we're way ahead of the game versus last year. It's a totally different story for us and just being able, we know our exact people. We've done this before a lot now. We've done multiple production runs now. We know our freight forwarder now, so... We're just super excited to get it in everyone's hands. I'm super excited for you guys. I know the campaign's still running right now. My last question, we're going to skip the launch round because you've already done that. You passed the test. But my one question for you is, what do you enjoy most about being an entrepreneur? Oh, man. Yeah, it's such a great question and it's so hard. I think the, I, I think the biggest thing is being able to create something into reality, like you have no idea how many people thought, I mean, you do actually, because you're an entrepreneur too, like how many people thought like, you know, leaving a high paying tech job to launch a portable blackout curtain was totally insane. And that I should probably be committed to like an institution or something like, but I I have no problem. Like I'm actually all good with that. There's no like resentment or anything. It's just very, very cool to see something that a lot, like most of the rest of other people don't and being able to actually then turn that into reality. And that doesn't have to be launching a new product. It could be something as crazy as just getting on TV for the first time or something like that. But being able to actually see things for yourself and then making them come into reality, I, I don't think there's a better feeling than that. It's, it's like the most self-actualizing, amazing feeling ever. And so being an entrepreneur, and especially like that's one of the cool things in terms of the crowdfunding and all the community-led stuff. I love being able to get on the phone with people and be like, like, we're going to be able to turn your thoughts on this blackout rod into reality. Like, thank you. Or like one of the crowdfunding guys last year told us about putting stuff on the back of the bag and stuff that we want to see. It's like, we get to, to turn that directly into reality because of you and getting to do that for other people. So I, yeah, I think that's the best feeling ever. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm spoiled on my end, right? Because I get to see entrepreneurs and amazing people like you every day come through with their product ideas and I'm so fortunate that I get to help them with my team do all of that work and help that product come to market, find that crowd, be able to tap into it and build an amazing business like you have, Mark and Hannah. Um, My hat is off. I'm so glad that I get to work with entrepreneurs like you guys that are out there creating amazing products and creating new businesses that haven't existed before. Tremendous partnership. We would not have it any other way. And yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to do more with Inventus Partners. It's been amazing for us. Awesome, Mark. Well, listen, I'm going to leave it with giving you the opportunity to give your pitch. 
tell people what it's all about, where people should go and why they should check out Sleep App? I think there's, yeah, there's only a, like a 11 days left in the campaign. These will definitely, just as with the portable curtain, these will be the lowest prices they'll ever be available at. You'll get to have it first. Um, you'll get to be a part of our community and you'll get to like, it's actually our Kickstarter backers are the ones that we end up pulling are the ones that we end up getting on the phone with. So if you're interested in not just getting better sleep, but also helping to develop the better sleep products of the future. Yeah. Please join us on this wild ride. Like we'd love to have you. Amazing. Mark, thank you so much for joining the show. Audience, thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to visit the website, artofthekickstart.com for the notes, transcript, links to the campaign and everything else we talked about today. And of course, big shout out to our crowdfunding podcast sponsor over at Product Type, the top newsletter for new products that just launched. Mark, thank you again for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. It's been a privilege to be on. Thank you, Roy. Thank you for tuning into another amazing episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, life, and world with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, make sure to show us some love, you know, by rating us and reviewing us on your favorite listening station, whatever that may be. Your review really helps other founders and startups find us so they can improve their craft and achieve greater success like you. And of course, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the previous episodes. And if you need any help, make sure to send me an email at info at I'd be glad to help you out. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week.